Welcome to another exciting broadcast of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion today in this episode. It is the mental health crisis, mental illness in the United States and how it's booming. And how do we know it's booming? Well, CNN, the news organization recently reported on a survey that was done in the United States of United States adults. And would you believe that 90% of United States adults say that the United States is currently experiencing a mental health crisis? So it's pretty serious when nine out of 10 Americans can agree on anything. And what is it that they're agreeing on? That America's mentally ill. There's no other way to say it. It is just flat out what it is. So I will read the article from CNN, the news agency, and then afterwards we can discuss it. But I'm sure your perceptions can't be that much different. You're seeing it all around. I'm seeing it all around. People on all kinds of medications for their mental health needs, the homeless people everywhere, mentally ill, criminals that are mentally ill, attacking people. I mean, it is everywhere and particularly the teenagers in particular the teenage girls who between their cell phone addictions which in a future podcast we'll discuss are now nine to ten hours every day on their cell phones the teenage girls or the boys who are now on their video games for hours and hours every day and the mental illness that the social media is causing to these young people is extreme so it's definitely on the increase this next generation in particular seems to be suffering from extreme mental illness and not just a few of them, quite a, quite a lot of them, and in large numbers. And how do we know this? Because 90% of American adults say that the United States is currently experiencing a mental health crisis. So let's discuss it since almost nobody else is discussing it. Here goes. This is from the CNN article. Quote, 90% of U.S. adults say that the United States is experiencing a mental health crisis. Quote, an overwhelming majority of people in the United States think that the country is experiencing a mental health crisis, according to a new survey from CNN in partnership with the Kaiser Family Foundation. Nine out of 10 adults say that they believe that there's a mental health crisis in the United States today. Asked to rate the severity of six specific mental health concerns, Americans put the opioid epidemic near the top, with more than two out of three Americans identifying it as a crisis rather than merely a problem. More than 50% identified mental health issues among children and teenagers as a crisis, as well as severe mental illness in adults. For the first time, the United States Task Force proposes recommendations to screen anxiety in adults. The survey now captured the perceptions of a nationally represented sample of about 2,000 adults over the last summer. And here's what it had to say, quote, the broad concern is well-founded, rooted in both personal experience and national trends. Quote, the data from the U.S. Center for Disease Control, the CDC, and prevention shows that the drug overdose deaths have now reached record levels in 2021, and suicide rates are now back near a record high. Quote, and in 2020, mental health-related visits to emergency rooms have now jumped 31% among adolescents aged 12 to 17. Quote, according to the CNN and Kaiser Foundation 
poll, about half of the adults said that they have had a severe mental health crisis in their own family, including in-person treatment for family members who are, have been a threat to themselves or others, or family members who are engaged in self-harming behaviors. Quote, more than one in five adults discusses that their own mental health is only fair to poor, including extra large shares of adults under the age of 30. And adults who identify as LGBT and those with an annual income of less than 40000 and a third of all adults who said that they felt anxious always or often over the course of the past year, including more than half of LGBT adults and those under 30. And about one in five adults said that they are always depressed or lonely over the past year too. Major sources of the stress for a third or more of the adults included personal finances and current political events. About one in four adults has also identified personal relationships and work, respectively, as the major sources of stress. According to the new survey, about one in five adults has received mental health services in the past year. Earlier data published by the CDC supports the findings and shows that mental health treatment has become more common over the course of the pandemic. Nearly 22% of adults have have obtained mental health treatment in 2021, which is up from 19% in 2019. Quote, Despite the increased willingness and commonly shared stressors among the public, most adults who have only fair or poor mental health said that they don't feel comfortable talking to the loved ones about it, some to maintain privacy and some to avoid the shame and stigma attached to mental health illness issues. Quote, but the vast majority, more than four out of five of those surveyed, said the individuals and families should play a major role in addressing mental health problems. And in the United States, equal to the share who say that that's the, the same of the healthcare providers. Experts say that this is an opportunity to broaden perceptions about how mental health is for the overall physical health and how to respond to mental health crises. Quote, nevertheless, groups most likely to identify that they say that they need mental health care in the United States are also the least likely to get it. Quote, nearly six out of 10 adults who say that their mental health is only fair or poor say that they have not been able to get needed care, as well as about half of younger adults, age 30, and LGBT adults. For those who have gone without help, the most common reasons cited were being too busy or unable to take time off of work, being unable to afford the cost, and being afraid or embarrassed to seek the care, according to the CNN and Kaiser Foundation survey. Unquote. So those that is portions of the article written by CNN news agency and let's discuss it. I mean, I've had family members that are suffering from mental health issues, not myself fortunately, but I do have a lot of sympathy and empathy for those people, not just in my own family, but anyone that is suffering from mental health issues. I am sure that it can be extremely debilitating. Um, So I understand that. And I do understand the reasons why people do not get adequate mental health treatment. They're too busy. It's expensive. It's hard to access and, and they feel shame about it. So a lot of people lie about it and they hide it and they pretend it's not happening, but the loved ones around them can see it clearly. And oftentimes it's the loved ones around the mentally ill person that suffer the most. So it's everywhere. When you have 90% of Americans agreeing on anything, you can best believe that it's a universal sentiment. People know we're in a healthcare crisis. And you see it because, you know, mental health medications are off the charts. People are taking these mental health medications, often because they need it, sometimes because they don't. 
And unfortunately, they're mixing them with alcohol and they're mixing them with other drugs like marijuana. And then they're driving cars or trying to work or even spending time with their families. And of course, that doesn't work too well either. So I don't have any easy solutions for this. I'm not here to say that I do. I don't have any point of view in particular on this particular subject. I am not an expert in mental health. So I am not a person that can offer any kind of informed opinion on this topic. I'm just merely providing the information to you all so that you're aware of the fact, if you've you've noticed it in your own lives, if you've seen it, if you've sensed it, that there is a mental health crisis, particularly among the younger generation, well, you'd be right, because there is. It's everywhere. It is skyrocketed. It is definitely going to be something that our nation needs to wrap its, its, its collective mind around. And let's face it, if a nation doesn't have good physical health, and I, in my last podcast, which was on lack of exercise and obesity, you can see that only 25% of Americans are now getting proper exercise. And if you can see in this podcast that 90% of Americans say that mental illness is a crisis in this country, well, there's a problem. Now, the Greeks, you know, way back when used to have a saying, quote, strong body, strong mind, unquote, which meant, you know, you have to have a strong body, you have to have a strong mind, you want to have a strong mind, you have to have a strong body, one goes in with the other, you can't have one without the other. And I think there's some truth in that. Of course, the corollary then must also be true. Weak body, weak mind. So, you know, if you have a weak body, you're likely to have a weak mind. If you have a weak mind, your body is likely to become weak over time. And ultimately, when you see, according to the CNN article, they talk about the dramatic record increases in suicides, which is a tragedy. You see people taking their own lives. They're that despondent. Now, I'm not saying that every person that commits suicide is mentally ill, because I'm sure a lot aren't. Maybe they have other issues as well. But nonetheless... It's not a healthy state of mind when people are taking their own lives. It's, you know, the lack of hope. It's the lack of faith. It's, it's all the terrible things that, we're, that are now besetting our society, the lack of religion, the, the gambling addictions, the alcohol addictions, the prostitution addictions, the drug addictions, all of these things which have overcome and overwhelmed our society, all of these things which are bringing our society to its knees, all of these things which is bringing down the American empire. So again, I don't have any quick, easy answers for you. I don't have any solutions that I'm here to propose today. It's just not my area of specialty or expertise. But I do think we need to start discussing this more as a nation. And I do think for those individuals that are suffering from mental illness, I think at the very least, they just need to become more honest with themselves so that they can become more honest with those around them. Hiding it doesn't help. And hiding it when other people see it clearly doesn't help. That's just lying. So my encouragement to you that uh, that who are out there listening, if you have mental illness, my encouragement is that you be honest with everyone and that you be as transparent as possible. And don't worry about all the other things. If your mental health is not good, nothing else is going to be. So I'm encouraging people to step forward if they have mental illness and get treatment. And for those around, employers and loved ones, if you can encourage them to get treatment as well, that is helpful. Because otherwise things go bad very quickly. And when they go bad, it's hard to recover from crises, you know. So mental illness can, you know, can manifest itself in terms of violence. It can manifest itself in terms of suicides. It can manifest itself in terms of homelessness. It can also be covered up by people trying to cover up their mental illness by the use of illegal drugs or alcohol consumption and other things as well. So 
for a lot of different reasons, I encourage everyone to get treatment out there and for those surrounding the people to encourage them to get treatment. And I know you can't force people to get treatment if they don't want it. I understand that. But the very least we can do is encourage them and give them the opportunity to get treatment. Now, if after that point, if they refuse and repeatedly refuse treatment, well, then, you know, you can't help people that don't want to help themselves. So, But at the end of the day, this is a serious subject. It is at crisis proportions. 90% of Americans now recognize it as being a crisis. I don't think it can be ignored. I would like to see either of our failed political parties start to do something to address this issue. But of course, they're just too busy lining their own pockets with greed and corruption. So why should they notice that America's falling apart around them when they themselves have armed bodyguards and they themselves are getting rich at taxpayer expense? Two broken political parties has led to a broken federal government, which is why none of these serious issues are being adequately addressed. Maybe you think, as I do, that this is just another sign of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great Misty Beyond, wishing you a great day.